Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of UNews, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is April 7th. Here are today's top stories. The coronavirus death toll in the U.S. has now topped the 10,000 mark. But there is a bit of good news. Nearly 20,000 Americans have recovered from the virus, and there are indications the curves are starting to flatten in hard-hit states like New York and New Jersey. Despite that, a Health and Human Services Inspector General report says hospitals across the nation are suffering from severe and widespread shortages of critical supplies needed to both fight the pandemic and protect health care workers. But President Trump dismissed the report entirely, suggesting it was political. This, as Michigan's governor says the state, which is facing the third highest number of confirmed coronavirus cases, could run out of medical supplies soon. And the governor of Illinois says his state is short on protective equipment, too, and wants the Trump administration to do more. Meanwhile, the U.S. naval hospital ship Comfort, that has docked in Manhattan, has begun accepting COVID-19 patients. And New York's governor, Andrew Cuomo, is extending the state's stay-at-home order until April 29th. This is an enemy that we have underestimated from day one, and we have paid the price dearly. Uh, well, the numbers look like they may be turning. Yay, it's over. No, it's not. And other places have made that mistake. Leading infectious disease expert and White House Coronavirus Task Force member Dr. Anthony Fauci suggests that life under coronavirus guidelines like social distancing will be around for a while. If back to normal means acting like there never was a coronavirus problem, I don't think that's going to happen until we do have a situation where you can completely protect the population. President Trump says manufacturer 3M will produce more than 166 million masks for healthcare workers fighting the coronavirus outbreak. Administration officials said Trump invoked the Defense Production Act to compel the company to ramp up manufacturing. Trump made the announcement at the Coronavirus Task Force briefing Monday evening. I can also announce today that we have reached an agreement, very amicable agreement, with 3M for the delivery of an additional 55.5 million high-quality face masks, face masks each month, so that we're going to be getting, over the next couple of months, 100 and 66.5 million masks for our frontline healthcare workers. So the 3M saga ends very happily. Uh, we're very proud to be dealing now with 3M. The company can now use the DPA to explain to foreign clients why they have no choice but to divert their supplies to the U.S. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro warned the White House the coronavirus could become a, quote, full-blown pandemic in a memo in late January. That's according to a source familiar with the memo, which warned of a worst-case scenario in which a half million Americans could die. And he warned the virus could cause trillions of dollars in economic losses. In a second memo, less than a month later, he warned the risk was growing, threatening more than a million lives. And he urged the White House Coronavirus Task Force to secure billions in supplemental spending. That's according to two sources familiar with that memo. 
The memos are the latest evidence undercutting President Trump's insistence at the time that the administration had the situation under control and his more recent claims the pandemic the U.S. now faces was unforeseen. It's unclear if the president saw or read Navarro's memos. The story was first reported in the New York Times. And another shakeup inside the Trump administration. Stephanie Grissom is out as White House press secretary and is returning to the East Wing as First Lady Melania Trump's chief of staff. Grissom never held a press briefing in her roughly 400 days serving as press secretary. Her departure comes as President Trump's new chief of staff, Mark Meadows, makes changes to the West Wing communications team. Meadows is reportedly eyeing several potential replacements for Grissom, including Trump campaign spokeswoman Kaylee McEnany. And Wisconsin is holding the state's primary elections despite concerns about public health amid the coronavirus pandemic. The state's Democratic governor wanted to postpone the vote, But Republicans who have insisted on holding the election on schedule won two legal battles Monday. Wisconsin Supreme Court blocked Governor Tony Evers' bid to delay the primary until June. Then the U.S. Supreme Court reversed a lower court's ruling that would have given voters six extra days to return their ballots by mail. Every other state with an April election has pushed back their contest or shifted to by-mail voting only. The GOP says it just wants the election to unfold as planned, but critics say Republicans hope to gain an advantage from low voter turnout. Elsewhere in the world, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson was admitted to intensive care Monday night after suffering from persistent coronavirus symptoms. Johnson announced that he tested positive for the virus 10 days ago. In Italy, the number of new cases dropped for the third day in a row. All of this is leading to talk of Italy easing its nationwide lockdown. In Spain, the number of deaths in a single day is dropping, a sign that lockdown measures are working. The Spanish parliament will vote on Thursday to extend the stay-at-home order until April 26. And in South America, Colombia has extended its lockdown to fight the spread of COVID-19. President Ivan Duque announced Monday that the country's isolation order will be in effect until at least April 26. The mandatory isolation measures took effect on March 25th and was originally scheduled to be in place until April 13th. As of Monday night, Colombia has 1,579 confirmed cases of coronavirus and 46 reported deaths. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.